Mom Save America is sponsored by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? I thought you were going to jump in there, Gracie, for a second. Oh. Mom Save America is also sponsored by Plain Jane Design, a bespoke graphic design artist, helping you with your business card, flyer, and invitation needs. Head over to momsaveamerica.com if you'd like to contact Jane directly. Plain Jane Designs. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to Mom Save America. My name is Tina Graff. I am here with... Oh, sorry, I interrupted right. you. Carrie Lucas. Shout it out, girls. Who's here? I'm here. Grace. That was... Redo that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't redo that. I'm here. Leave that in. <laughs> uh, best when we have a name associated with the I'ms. I'm Grace. Grace Graff. Emmy. Emmy Graff's here and Maya is here. Our last <laughs> podcast with Maya. Yes. They're flying down to Florida. They're flying down. Did you have to get a COVID test? Burned. It's only on the return where there's the possibility of the COVID test. Okay. But we are flying in and out of New Hampshire, so I'm not sure what the so situation is there. The situation is live free, live or, free die. or die. Yeah. So you can just Except fly. I'm just crossing the border into Massachusetts. I guess, and contaminating everybody. Go ahead. Diana, our, like, trainer from Florida, came up yesterday, and yep. she's not in quarantining. And where did she fly into? She flew Boston. into Boston from uh, West Palm. Okay, so what was the procedure? She had to fill out a form saying she would quarantine. She got a COVID test. Which is absolutely ridiculous, because You're she gets a COVID test in, right, in Florida, <laughs> Yeah. gets on a plane with 150 people she doesn't know. I know. The whole thing is crazy. The rules are just... They don't seem to make any sense at all. Anyways, let's just, let's jump back. Okay. Let's do a quick intro. Today on the podcast, we're going to be momtemplating all the things that TikTok does to influence our daily lives and, you know, be our guide through the news. Have you seen the cover of InStyle Magazine with my friend, Dr. Fauci? I love that he's like um, a sex symbol and it's just hilarious. He's GQing out on the cover of InStyle Magazine. And I Dr. love that Fauci. Trump is just like, why don't people like me? Why don't people like me? He why am I not on the it. cover of InStyle yeah. magazine? You know? Well, here's the thing that he's done all along. He's managed to not be disrespectful or um, denigrate the president in any type of a way a while sticking. Right. While continually sticking to the facts. So he's earned respect from people. He has earned more than respect, but I am here for anything has to do with Fauci and putting these important people on magazine covers. So the other thing that TikTok made me do is a complete pantry remodel to which I say, don't do it because it was more work than I expected. Yeah, the organization thinks, you know what I've been consumed with on TikTok is people are epoxying their countertops. Yes. And they look like Carrera marble. Yes, I saw that too, like the brown poopy um, granite. But what if that goes terribly wrong? You've ruined a brown granite countertop? I mean, I think you got to do some research. Yeah, and it seems like more of a skilled thing than just throwing it up on TikTok and stay-at-home moms deciding to epoxy their countertops. I am amazed about what is going on and the way they do the... Well, creatively. Creatively, but how they are able to, like, start from, like, one little thing and then they show you the end Yeah, they're editing a movie at home. 
They're at, it's so true. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I hate the part twos. I can't do the part twos. That, Never, they annoy me because I'm always sitting waiting. <laughs> Never go back. Oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then happen? I purposely then don't happens. like it if there's a part two. I'm yeah. like, I'm not liking it now. If you <laughs> well, can't you, do, you can go to the page and check. If I do check, Maya. I do. <laughs> and I when they don't have it up, I just no. get furious. Like, unless it's like a home, a gen, like a big home model remodel. Yeah. But if you're doing like a painting and you want me to come back and see the end result. Yeah, you should have you. the end result. No, right. Fuck you. I'm yeah. not doing it. The other thing TikTok made me do is buy use reusable paper towels. I saw those in the kitchen just now. They looked like uh, the cloth diapers. Listen, I know that there is a pushback. Just like when I took juice boxes away, there's going to be a pushback. Okay. I think we're going to start to get used to them. Well, I'll tell you who is also doing this are the uh, nail salons. So when you go and you wash your hands, it's a hand towel. That I dry my hands with and I put it in yeah, my, the hamper. My, my salon has always done that. Oh. Like little washcloth towels. Yes. No, okay. but this was new for yeah. us at oh, you Beauty Nail, like Westford Mass. Please go. Lucky oh. and Lisa. Just a little. You're sponsoring Lucky and Lisa? Oh, I love them yes, so much. they're our best friends. Lucky and Lisa better listen then. They're, oh, they're our best friends. But yes, they do the, re, you know, the washable hand towel. And I, and I enjoy it. I got to say, I enjoy it. It's a lot of wash. I don't think, I mean, listen, we just started, but I'm just thinking if I use half the amount or even a quarter of the amount of regular paper towels, it's a plus, right? So where are you putting, so you use the cloth paper towel. I keep the cloth paper towels as handy as possible. So maybe they'll reach for those first, but I do have backup regular paper towels hidden away in the corner of the kitchen. Okay, but once you've used, sorry, but aren't you just using more water now? Well, we have a very energy efficient washing machine that we use cold water, takes very little energy, very little water. And what are you doing with the reusable paper towel after you've used it? Like, do you have a bin you're putting it in? It just goes in with laundry. Laundry. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if. But, like, I don't, I'm not going to, like, wipe, like, like, wash my hands and then, like, dry them with a. Like reusable paper towel and then walk all the way upstairs and put it in the laundry. No one says you have to do that right then. You could just put it off to the no, side. Know, I'll put like a, little a little laundry basket in the kitchen then yeah, for we you. Yeah, should have like a little bucket. Okay, so I'll put a little bucket. I think it's going to work. It's okay. just going to take a little reprogramming. Okay. You have to reprogram yourself. Yeah, this is back to our very old podcast oh. of the reusable containers. Yes. Well, I mean, I feel like everybody's been doing a lot of upcycling with clothing, you know, reusing things around your house. I had all these glass jars because I'm a freak about washing the jars from the tomato sauce. So I took all the glass jars and I was filling them with pantry items. Interesting. Decoupaging the I will the say lids. about the, um, the clothes situation, like recycling the clothes, it's been driving me crazy, but I guess it shouldn't. Like, because she's getting her shopping fix without actually having to spend a lot of money. Like Poshmark but, or... At, no, at, it's at, just like a little Westford thing. Like they're selling... They're close to each other. But I'll literally go to the mailbox and open the mailbox and there'll be like four t-shirts just shoved in the mailbox <laughs> that she's Venmoed somebody. Account, like, I don't do it, but like it'd be like Maya's closet. Right, you're shopping other people's closets. Yes. And they're just dropping them at each other's houses because it's all like very local. Whoever's following her is, you know, one of her friends from yeah. town or whatever. But I mean, she's buying shit. <laughs> Like, at least I can appreciate their entrepreneur spirit of trying to make or a few bucks. Things you've outgrown that you don't That's like. That's what it is. It was it's... stuff her friends had outgrown, but now they're charging her for it. Listen, I like it. Yeah. 
I think that's so they're they're recycling clothes, I guess, and making a few bucks on the side. Just learning how to like manage that I is guess, a really yeah. good thing. Yeah. I tell you, these kids, what other TikToks are happening these days that you guys like? My best TikTok, it's not, you know, my favorite of all time, but that I just recently saw and now I can't find because I guess I didn't like it when oh, it nice. scrolled by. But I guess um, Trump is having a fit because Joe Biden went mountain biking. Yes. And <laughs> everybody's been like, he can't handle the fact that Biden knows how to ride a bike or right. something. And there's a TikTok with his head placed on someone else's like it must have been a little kid or something trump's head trump's head on a little kid's body trying to learn how to ride his bike and he accidentally rides like into the swimming pool and tips over so that's my favorite tiktok right now because i just can't shake the image of trump actually trying riding to ride a, bike. a bike so i saw the actual video of biden riding the bike and it, he, you know he's flying by and yelling to reporters as he's you know driving by them on his bike i feel like they should do a side-by-side -side tiktok of him riding his bike and then trump trying to walk down the ramp at the the yeah, naval yeah, site or yeah, whatever yeah. he was at did you hear side note about trump that he tweeted out a picture of himself standing in front of mount rushmore and making him look like he was going to be the next president uh, listed on Mount Rushmore. And he contacted supposedly the governor of South Dakota to talk to her about uh, potentially adding him. <laughs> oh, oh right. So he thinks there's just a spare spot. Well, he'll take some. First spot. of all, he thinks that the governor has something to do with that, which isn't the case. Yeah, it's a national park, right? <laughs> he thinks that he can get himself on Mount Rushmore. I mean, that is a complete narcissistic move. It's insanity. I don't understand why other Republicans aren't trying to run against him. I mean, maybe somebody from the Lincoln Project. What are they doing? I Seriously. don't know. I mean, that, again, that's the th whole thing with Kanye now. They've missed the boat somehow. Like, you have to have been on a certain number of ballots at this point. And the other thing is, I think that the Lincoln Project doesn't want to do it because they're behind Biden. So they're like, we're not going to take any votes. We're just going to put all of our efforts to get behind Biden, which, you know, is a positive as well. My wish, we're going to go to bed election night and every state is going to be blue. Every state. So that there's just no disputing yeah. that? I don't think you can get that with Texas. No. Texas is close to turning. Well, I, I mean, I think it's more along the lines of like a Florida, and Alabama. No, Florida Alabama. could turn. Alabama, I, Florida could do either, but Alabama, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Missouri, maybe Georgia, Georgia could. Georgia I mean, could turn if they let African Americans actually vote. Right, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll see what happens. I sent my first mail-in ballot in the other day okay. for the primary in September. But I'm still nervous. I feel like for the president, I should actually go down. I just want to make sure I'm counting. I'm going. Yeah, I'm not. Not doing a mail. I'm not doing a mail. Yeah, like I just want to know that I at least. And the next voted. time we record, we should know who Biden's running mate's going to be. Well, he said when he was on his bike. <laughs> um, By the way, everybody. Yeah, the Back reporter the yelled, have you picked a running mate? And he yelled, yes, and oh. drove by. And then the guy yelled, who? And it was a Fox reporter. And he yelled back, it's you, and kept going oh, on his bike. good for <laughs> yeah. Biden. That's hilarious. So, I mean, I assume he was serious about having actually already picked one. I'm sure he knows who it is. Yeah. It's just probably going to be a bit of a waiting game until we know for sure. But it's exciting. We'll see who it is. Okay, moving on. You came in today and were asking about what feed you're on for TikTok. Yes. I don't understand that. How you like, get... Oh, I'm on the best. One. Like, Why so, there's called, like, straight TikTok, and that means, like, 
you're getting like all the TikTok dancers. Okay. So like the pop, like the people who have all the hype. And then how do you get off of that? It just kind of knows you if you like like As a you cooking TikTok. And then you start getting cooking videos on your feed. You're on cooking TikTok. Right. So you're okay. being you're inundated with um, organizational TikToks right now because you're probably liking them. And you also don't have to just like them. It's how long you, you let it. the feed stay in front of you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Really? Mm -hmm. This is why Trump wants to do away with TikTok. No, no. no. It's not <laughs> First of all, it's just not happening. He's got bigger problems than, than TikTok. That's for sure. <laughs> And Bill Gates was on. Microsoft will take care of us. Is he buying? Are they buying that now? Is There's that potential okay. that Microsoft is going to purchase TikTok? Okay, right. So whatever feed you're on is whatever you seem to be viewing the most of. I'm on Swifty TikTok. How do you know the names of them? Well, if you're just like, it's just like you a just thing. know. You just know. And what is the Swifty TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And I'm on straight TikTok. So. <laughs> so Swift. I get like all the dances, and then I get all the Swift songs. Okay. So you're on the best for you. It I knows. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're happy. Occasionally, to... I get some book TikToks, but rare. Gracie, I've been getting all these library TikToks, like the best libraries. I must yeah. have done something. Yeah. I now. used to get that a while ago, but I'm kind of. Like the best libraries in the country. To visit or. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like such a boring TikTok <laughs> feed. I can't believe that that's what's coming know, up in your that's feed. That's why I've tried to move off yeah. that feed. Well, okay. I, okay. All right. Just because I like books doesn't mean I want to look at it on social right, media. Right, right. Okay. Too much is. Definitely much. not. What, Maya, what are you on? You're not on straight TikTok. No, like, mine, like, changes. Like, sometimes I'll get, like, my, I think mine are all funny. To me, they're funny. But also, now I'm getting a lot of these. So there's these girls that. I don't know if they work there or they volunteer, but they're at, like, uh, Planned Parenthood or something. Okay. And oh, they yeah, hold this is great. signs, like, to show where the parking lot is, or they, like, walk people in. And across the street is protesters. Of and course. And it's, like, they post, like, the same three. There's this guy, Chris. He wears the same outfit every day, and he holds a thou shall not kill sign. And there's Flip, and he reads out of a Bible. He's just screaming stuff from the Bible. And then there's Vicky, and she has a megaphone. And there, the girls are just filming. The so the girls are basically tormenting They're the pro-life people across every day. And no one, none of the pro-life people are wearing masks. And then they're always, the girls are talking to them, and they're like, oh, we can't hear you with your mask on, the protesters. And then she's like, I'm not going to take my mask off. But they're just filming the protesters so the protesters it's so brilliant. just start filming them, but they don't, they're not on TikTok. They're just on their camera. Yeah, and they don't realize that these they girls are, like, mocking them. You, you, you look and like you know a fool. That's a tough gig anyways, like, to, to be a volunteer at a Planned Parenthood because you are getting shit all day long from the protesters. Right. So for them to turn it around and be like... I want to have some fun with these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, and they like mock their outfits, oh, and, and it's Chris great. Was doing squats. And oh, like, yeah, God. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's a good. It, that's a good TikTok feed of yes. yours. Yeah, people are so creative. I love that it's not celebrities. I know we talked about that the other day. I'm not really following. Are celebrities, celebrities on TikTok? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Howie Mandel, I have an update. Howie Mandel was on a talk show the other day talking about his TikToks because everybody was, like, concerned about him. And he had a famous YouTuber come to his house yeah. to check on his welfare because everybody was worried about we him. We saw that TikTok. 
the um, Los Angeles police did a well check on him. And he's like, it was so humiliating. They like, we've been sent here to do a well check. Why don't they go find Brittany then? I know. And he was like, this is humiliating. I'm perfectly fine. I'm just doing TikToks so that I think are funny. Okay. So he was being funny on the TikTok, not being serious. Yeah, but it was not really all that funny. It, it was It was just odd. But and he is odd. No, he is odd. But I think I, it's oh so funny that the police did a well check on him because of his TikToks. We were watching uh, The Best of America's Got Talent last night. And yes. Dad said something rude to me, so I was like, okay, go sit down, Howie. Because <laughs> so, Howie's rude? No, and, because Howie's and, bald and shiny. And, oh! And he was like, fine for a second, and I was like, oh, it didn't hit him. But then I turn around and he's like, he got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, he finally got it. Yes, I was laughing, but he's got the. Oh, and I, the gays. I'm on a gay. Laughs. Like, the gays. I, I, all the gays. <laughs> the gays. She's on a gay TikTok. She's on LGBTQ. Yes, community. it's the best. Have you guys watched um, Skincare by Hiram? I've seen. Yes, I've seen. Him. I've learned so much. Listen, I do learn a lot. There's a lot to be learned on there. A lot. I'm not learning anything from my TikTok feed. I don't well, even you know. Like follow a couple long. different. Things. Yeah, like, I'm on kind of. I think it's just a weird TikTok feed. I get a lot of dog stuff. I get a lot of dogs. Oh, I don't like getting the. Dogs. I get a lot of like cheer TikTok videos. Yeah, okay. I get some DIY home renovation. I get a lot of Trump impressions. Yeah, I'm not getting really any political TikToks on there. I feel like in the beginning, when I first got on TikTok, it was just all super funny dance stuff. So that's like what you say is the mainstream. That must be what's the straight TikTok. It's funny how it It morphs into something else. Anyways, you know what? He's not taking TikTok away. I heard Instagram was trying to start their own little like TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, TikTok, like tweeted back to that like mm, this looks oddly familiar yeah the one thing i want to say about the trump tiktok thing is that let's not forget whenever trump decides to do something like this like the caravan like the wall any of these things that really are scare tactics it's because he's scared of yes. something shit's going down somewhere else that we're not paying attention to and he's just it's a big distraction thing. so that's why i try to say to the kids like it's just not that dire of a situation okay i'd like to move the mom templating along to discuss the most recent episode of uh, hbo's last week tonight with john oliver in the episode he's discussing the inaccuracies of how we teach american history and the fact that there's no nationwide standard curriculum. Each state develops their own curriculum and it's all very different in how we approach teaching history in the classroom. Because if we don't teach a complete history, all the good, all the bad, all the sides, no, we're doing everybody a disservice. No character in American history is all perfect. Everybody has flaws. We have to recognize it. We have to teach it. We have to discuss it. Our founding fathers were brilliant in many ways, but they were also flawed in many ways, and they made brutal mistakes, but we can't just gloss it over. Well, and the other thing is that still doesn't mean they didn't contribute valuably to our country's growth and as it is today, yet we can't deny that they were Why slave owners. Why do you think they're so reluctant to teach both sides? Like, how does it affect them? Like, how does the knowledge of that affect? I think it's just like that. anything. It's a threat. It lessens the rah-rah, we're so great mentality. Like, they had the um, 
white guy on the uh, John Oliver thing talking about, you know, how he wants his kids to learn and he wants his kids to know that America is the greatest country in the world. Well, what's wrong with knowing there's some other great places too? It doesn't take away from... And John Oliver makes a really good point. He's like, listen, I get it. I'm British. We've done some pretty horrible things. Mm -hmm. Our biggest tourist attraction in... Uh, London is the Tower of London where we killed right. massive amounts of people and right. we store our stolen jewels. Right. Like, if you acknowledge that, it doesn't that doesn't mean that you're condoning it. It just means you're acknowledging it. Right. Right. I don't know what the problem with all of that is. All I can speak to is he's absolutely right. I didn't know about. Listen, and we've talked about you history, know yeah. history and my education and all of that <laughs> a lot in this podcast, but I didn't know about any of those things that they were talking about. I didn't know what Juneteenth was until this year. Never they heard of it. And that's the thing. Like, why would we teach about Groundhog fucking day? Right. Who gives a shit about Groundhog Day when we should be learning about Juneteenth? Mm-hmm. And, and having, you know, a celebration in school for that day. And I know, like... It, and this is, you know, side note, but like when they talk about Thanksgiving and celebrating the pilgrims and all of that and the way it's taught in school, people are like outraged. When they're not learning about the... Native Americans? No, no, no. They're like the other side. Like, why aren't we still talking about, you know, the Mayflower and pilgrims and we're making the... Hats. Pilgrim hats. And, you know, because that's a lie. Yeah. The winning side always writes the history. Except in the case of the U.S. history after the Civil War. The South was able, miraculously, to alter perception because they didn't want to seem like the losers or the bad guys. They had the most to say about what the history books actually looked like. The message had become the Civil War was based on, uh, was fought about states' rights and right. not slavery. Right. Bas- it's kind of like if Santa was taught as part of school curriculum right. in a way. It's a really beautiful story it's one of my favorite christmas specials when chris kringle is left at the elves house and he oh santa claus is coming to town right makes toys and carries that's amazing i love that story it makes me feel so good i choose to believe it but i know it's not the truth okay you choose to you choose to believe that's how santa came to be Correct. Okay, that's your version of how Santa came. Well, I know he's German and all these other things, so I love that whole story, and that's great, and that makes kids feel really wonderful, and it gives them a perfectly logical explanation of how we do everything, why we do stockings, why we do... It's amazing. Excellent writing. But it's not the truth. It's make-believe, right? Right. So that's basically what we're doing when we go through history in this glossed over version it's to make everybody feel really comfortable and not unsettled or challenged about anything and to just continue this like john oliver said we think it should just be this upward mobility and it's not but it can still be upward even if we acknowledge it that's what he's trying to say too like even if you acknowledge the fact that but it wasn't a smooth ride. It's not like a graph where we started at the low end of the graph and we went straight up with civil well, rights and human rights. There's some real significant bumps along the way. How about the guy who 
was from Tulsa, where that 1921 massacre took place. This educated black guy goes off to college, and in his black history class, he's taught about this massacre that happens on the street where he lived that he knew nothing about. I mean, what an incredible disservice we're doing to all our kids by not teaching our complete history. And the only reason that America even knows or is talking about that 1921 massacre is because of TV. There's a show on HBO called The Watchmen, and it starts out with that specific event in Tulsa because it's a thriving black community that had commerce and prosperity, doctors and lawyers. It was a huge successful area. They had created a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. They had amazing jobs and commerce. And the white people were feeling threatened by their progression. And they freaking burned it to the ground. Yeah. I never knew about that. It's amazing. I just wonder how that can happen. It's like people who don't believe in the Holocaust. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother but if you well, I don't think, I why don't think is Germany that a, teaches about the Holocaust. See, I think you're wrong about that. I, I, we, I'm going to look into that because we have a German friend, and I'm going to look into that because well, I think they do. Well, I don't. They don't tell how bad it was. So I had a German exchange student in my history class mm-hmm. junior year. Oh, I forget his name, but he was amazing. Okay. And we were learning about World War Two, and he was like. I feel like most people already know, but, like, he, it's like he's hearing this for the first time. You mean about the concentration camps and stuff? Well, he knew about concentration camps, but he didn't know that, like, it was Germany that was behind the... Or that they burned people and stuff like that. He didn't know the details. We're going to get to the (laughs) bottom of that, because that would be an interesting correlation. Like, is Germany teaching... They're saying, oh... There was a Holocaust? Holocaust, but they're not saying how bad it actually was. But We're why did that, why did you say that initially to me? Like Because that's sort of along the same lines as this. Like, Germany's not teaching about their horrible mistakes, and America isn't teaching about its horrible mistakes. Everybody's glossing over their negative history. Meanwhile, we're still going to have anti-Semitism and racial profiling because people are not told our complete version of historical events, so they can't understand where these emotions come from americans are never going to understand systemic racism if they're not properly taught about slavery in this country and about how government policies that were created after the civil war were specifically designed to keep black americans down and the education in the system was designed to show or pretend that slavery wasn't that bad because they believe um that Certain slaves lived in nice cabins right. and were treated well by their masters. Right. And, and oh, you've sandwich. had, you know, a hundred years to change your situation and right. you haven't changed it. So why is that my right. problem? They don't realize that right after the Civil War, when blacks were allowed to vote, all these political positions were being filled by African-Americans until the white people freaked the fuck out and then took away their rights again. There's a lot of stuff I feel like I said to you before after reading that other book, like my version of history based on what I was taught, and I thought it was a fairly complete version, is lacking still. Mm -hmm. And there should be some standard, I guess. We are one country, but now I feel like we're not only divided politically, our education divides us as well. I feel like the South is a different country than the North. For sure. I mean, I know there's conservatives and Republicans, and after the last podcast, um, when I called it My Little Republican because of my dear Grace Grass opinions about um, education... We had the discussion. They were like, Mom, what is a Democrat versus a Republican? Right. Okay, that's what... Emmy didn't know that. I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the older one didn't know that. Okay. So we had the discussion. But I was trying to explain to them, it's more 
Democrat-Republican isn't necessarily the problem. It's conservative versus liberal. And your personal ideologies about whether you have conservative or liberal views, both socially and fiscally, usually develops from your family and your education and your family's education. And unfortunately, it feels as though we have recently gone down an education spiral into ignorance. I, I just feel like that's that's like these past four years. And I feel like... We're going to move out of it. We can get out of it, but I worry that it might be a new Problem. time. Maybe, but I guess I'm still amazed by young people who are super conservative still socially. I mean, fiscally is a different story, but if you're so socially conservative from a LGBTQ or women's rights standpoint, it just boggles my mind still. Just... Yeah, we've had some weird little like, you know, fights within our own community, so to speak, on how can you support LGBTQ mm-hmm. rights and not be a racist right. before Black Lives Matter and then still be supporting President Trump. Like, we're struggling with people that we, you know, love and care for. And, like, like just, it doesn't make any sense to me how you can think that, you know, oh, yeah, I have, you know. I don't know how you can have um, gay friends. Right. And friends in the African-American community and all that. And still go on social media platforms and post shit about Trump and yeah. blue so lives and all of that. Two things come to mind when you say that. Like one is initially, I think people were voting for Trump from a pot, like they thought yes. he was going to do that and, and yep. help them financially. Yep. Sure. And kind of let the other stuff go. But yep. at some point during the four years, you have to get to a place where you're like, oh, wow. I mean, he was talking about suburban na- neighborhoods yes. like. Yes. There's no denying that that is, that is a racist statement. I don't know how you can gloss over that. Right. Or turn that into anything else. But so if you are supporting that person, you are supporting white segregation right. and racism and everything that goes along with that. Absolutely. And the other thing that came to mind immediately was, again, TikTok. This guy came on TikTok and he was like, you know, all the things that Trump has made me angry about. The biggest thing is that he has made me truly despise people that I would not normally have yeah. despised. Yeah. He makes me truly look at these people like, otherwise, I would have been like, oh, yeah, you support George Bush. That's- or we can have differing yeah, views, but- and that's perfectly right. fine. But then you say or do something after. And they try to defend it. Yeah, and you're just at a loss. Like, I don't, I don't know how you cannot Right, and I've see seen that. more and more recently, over the last just two weeks, mm-hmm. they don't care about who he is, what he does, what he thinks. And I don't even think they care that he's killing half of the population at this point. Right. The corona thing, it's irrelevant to them. Like he said, he can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Maya. People I know who support Trump, their reasoning is always, well, Obama killed more people than Trump did. I I don't understand. They're saying Obama killed more people in the Middle East than Trump ever did. So if you think Trump is so bad, Obama is worse. But we're not talking about Obama. That's not facts or hard data. That's made up. Right. And how how many can true? That is their belief. And then they say, well, if you think Trump's bad, well, Joe Biden's been in politics his whole life and he's got nothing done. They're saying, why are you hitting on Trump? He's only been in... But he's gotten a shitload of really 
terrible things done. Do you know Biden's complete record? Every vote that he's made? I certainly don't. But I'm just saying, I don't like, care. <laughs> I don't like, care. But these people who are commenting on that. It's I like, mean, and I guess, in, I guess in some people's defense is I'm sitting here saying, first of all, I think I think Joe Biden is a completely uh, honorable, respectable person. person. But again, I think it's like I'm voting for him no matter what at this point, because the other is so evil to me, I can't even begin to process that. And I think that that is a lot of the other side's take on the last election. They just disliked Hillary so much. That's fine. We're over that now, right. though. But that, right, that they were just zoned in on he's got to be better than right. her. I get that. But we've seen that not only is work. he not, it is... We're, we're so far in the hole, I don't even know if we can come out of it. Right. And the people that, were, were, you know, with the Epstein thing, it's like, listen, Democrats or liberals are like, listen, if Clinton did something, yeah, take well, him down. Send him to jail. It doesn't yeah. matter. We, if somebody broke the law, we're okay right. admitting that that person sucked yeah. and let's move on. This guy can, again, shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and, and you're going to be like, right yeah, we're going to stick right That's by him. That's another thing they always post, like, people I know who support Trump, they're always like, oh, well... Bill Clinton has been seen on his plane. But, like, we're not talking about Bill Clinton. Yeah, let's get rid of him, too. And guess what? Trump has been on his plane. Yeah. Their arguments are so... I'm fine if they just come out and say, I I don't care about his morals or personal character at all. I think he's going to put money in my pocket. If that's what your reasoning is, fine. But be goddamn honest about it okay but if that is your reasoning then i want you to stand next to your gay friend or gay teenager that you've taken into your home that you've cared for for these past few and look them in that face and say your your rights mean nothing to me you are less than me i just don't understand how you are then able to could sleep at night thinking about all those people that you claim to love and be friends with that are Um, There's a revisionist history going on in a non-empathetic mode in their body that they, first of all, that gay person's not calling them out on it. Not saying, like, how can you be... And and, and that's got to start happening, people. It has to start got to start calling them out. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that this behavior is okay? So Maya posted something on her private story, social media. There's all these, like, cheer moms that we've been friends with for years. And if I could say anything about the cheer community, you think of it as this wholly inclusive community. There's a lot of, you know, races in there, mixed races. There's a lot of... um, gay people in cheer and everybody is treated and loved and yet all of these people are posting stuff on their social media supporting not all these people a handful supporting trump and calling out the black lives matter movement as this you know terrorist organization and so maya posted something saying you know these cheer moms out here like I, I thought we were, you know, whatever. Almost, yeah. yeah how, how? What's happening? Like, save their children. Like, it was a joke. Right. Oh, God, what happened? <laughs> save their children. Yeah. You know, what's happened? And um, one of her friends commented back, I just don't see how this is relevant. I, I don't see how she this said, is. She I don't see how this is racist. Yeah. And then she was like, what are you trying to do? Get, get these people kicked out of the gym? No, these people are posting flat out on their social media. It might as well have a banner of... I am a racist homophobe, basically, because how else could it possibly be interpreted at this point? I, it's just bizarre to me how shit like that happens, how you can be, like, hugging someone and, like, caring for them and, you know, 
feeding yeah. them or whatever. And then in the next sentence, make them feel like they're less than or it's like not said, an equal person to you. It's like you said in another podcast. It's okay for that one person. But it's not okay for the whole group of I LGBTQ. And I think you're right. It's okay they, for that just, one black kid, but it's not okay for all the black people in this country. And I think That's like systemic my us, you know, standing up and saying, yeah. "The people are, you know, racist, racist, homophobic." That's what John Lewis would want you to do, by the way. Right, but Say but it. it's coming from a different point where they're combat, they're being combative back and angry at her for it. I think they need the. Um, you know, she, the, well, they're the, like, why wouldn't you just tell these people? I'm like, these are 50-year-old women. Why would I comment on that? But al- also, I think if that had come from the, yes. the gay kid on the cheer team going, hey, listen, I've been seeing your posts, and they're really hurtful to me. I think that would be interpreted differently and really put them on the spot to think about, what am I doing? What am I doing? It means nothing from us because they're just going to say they have different political views and be combative back. I've been more creative in my approach lately to people who I know support Trump to ask leading questions about why they still are behind him. Because... Trying to understand what's going on there. I don't want to necessarily be combative, but I truly can't wrap my brain around Mm -hmm. it. So what about this do you like? What Mm -hmm. about this guy do you like? And And I guess they think... Well, I'm going to take that topic away from him, the, the racism, okay? Let's say you just separate Trump from the racism, and you say, well, I'm going to separate that from him because I like the okay. other things. That I, That's the only thing I can think of. But there's so many things to separate. You're left with nothing. But, well, right. I mean, you have nothing left if that's what you keep picking apart things that he's done wrong. It's a struggle. People are digging their heels. Certain people are digging their heels in with him, and you're like, oh. Yeah, how? Listen, people, the economy's... Shit. Schools are a mess. Retail is in the tank. Sports are basically destroyed. He wants to ban TikTok and get rid of the post office. What the Christ is happening? And I, I don't know. It's hopefully... I, well, and I think it's, you know, I loved that um, Michelle Obama came out this week basically saying that she's suffering from depression basically because of our political situation. I was annoyed with that, to be honest. Oh, what? I know. I have to be honest about it. Yeah, I. How could she not be? She. Okay, but how hard they've worked their whole life and thinking that they're making change and they're making a difference. And you know, he's a president for eight years, and she's contributing to you know all these things. And then it's like, what the fuck? No, the the steps backwards like are depressing. Are depressing. I just didn't think it was. And she has. Two black daughters that she's like, what? what's going on in this world? I just agree with her feelings. I wanted her to come out angry and not, I'm going well, into depression. Well, I, I hope it. that, because she did try that with the... Um, um, I know, the voting. The voting. Yes. And, you know, come on, you have to continue to vote. I like it can't that. be a I, one-time thing. Right. Yeah. I like, and I feel like anger is a gift at times like be more you know pushy about that even if you are disliked who cares if somebody likes you rally it up instead of sinking into a hole because we're depressed well i am michelle i appreciated your honesty i i I just say my initial reaction was tired of being an activist you can't be i know and that's like john lewis wasn't tired he kept going He went to Black Lives. He went to the Black Lives Matter the day before he went into the hospital. Okay, and, and I died. know we're getting long, but can we kill Tucker Carlson? <gasps> how do we? How do we go about getting this done? Did you hear what he said? Like when greasy politician. 
What? What do you mean greasy? Polit- Why is that even in reference to Obama? If some greasy politician shows up at your loved one's funeral, starts spouting politics. What? The- he was an invited guest he and speaker. Was asked to do the damn eulogy. I, I, I don't. I don't understand how we him can't get and him Laura Ingram need to be. She's erased. Tucker Carlson needs to be killed. I don't care if that's perceived as a threat. I don't I don't care what anybody says. I cannot tolerate him. Mom cannot save Tucker Carlson. No. That's the bottom line. No. I don't want to sure save he's him. somebody's dad and loved one somewhere in the world, but he, he needs to go. It needs to end. All we need, he just needs to be not in mainstream media. And we can leave it there before Carrie gets in trouble. So the message of... This wonderful podcast is understand how our education shapes our values, stay angry, stay motivated to say something when you see hateful comments, and most importantly, go identify your bigot out there, people. Mm -hmm. Find your bigot in your neighborhood and try to love them, smother them with love and tell them that they're idiots and they have to get on board with science and education and facts and truth and stop the bigotry. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you again. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Golden Boys. 